If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It is Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. I am Shauna. Beckler is away again today. Uh, If you've been following along, you know that he's dealing with a family emergency right now. Um, The latest update, it looks like things are improving, but unfortunately, um, his wife McKenna is still just very uncomfortable right now. So he went and spent some time with her last night and asked if I could cover the show for today. And of course, absolutely. Like, don't even ask these things. Just family is more important. Uh, we'll handle the radio side of things uh, on this end. Um, despite Becker not being here, we actually had a really fun show. We are talking about the goat of those urban myth health scares. Uh, we got to the bottom of one urban myth that we thought was myth and then somebody phoned and said it's not and then we looked into it further and we'll get into all of that the meat and potatoes the podcast and another really fun etymology for you some different flowers that you uh you see all the time and what they actually mean one of them might ruin a certain flower for you actually i have a couple good million dollar ideas for you these ones honestly i think will make you money so that might help you and we talk about a way to look at potholes positively after your out of context clip of the show. You can't look at a flower that is that nice and then just go, ah, balls. Yeah, that's the balls flower. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was driving on a particularly rough road the other day and my smartwatch binged saying that I closed my move ring. So the road was so rough that my watch thought I was working out, which is, I just, it was killing me. I was like, okay, well, there you go. I mean, I suppose that's one plus of the potholes, right? You can cheat your smartwatch. And of course, pothole season is fast approaching. And in the prairies, we love to complain about that. Holy hell. And I was thinking, maybe we should look at some of the benefits of potholes. In fact, maybe I can help the city of Calgary out because, I mean, they get tons of complaints about these things come spring and... Instead, maybe we should change the image of these potholes a little bit. Maybe we should talk about the benefits a little more. Do you find you're struggling to hit your step count for the day? Are you in need of a massage but can't afford one? Well, then a road full of giant potholes might be for you. Hit those bumps the right way and you'll trick your smartwatch into thinking you're working out. Not to mention all those uneven grooves and vibrations provide a great free massage for your ass. Those rough roads will massage your bum hole like a zookeeper does for a constipated monkey. Hell, you hit one of those puppies the right way, you may even induce slaver. Potholes, embrace them. This ad brought to you by the City of Calgary. The and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So this is a bit of a weird one because I have the etymology of a few flowers for you today. So first we'll go with the word daisy, which actually comes from the old English phrase, degaisige, which I'm sure I completely butchered, but that's what we're going, degaisige, which means day's eye. And this is actually a nod to the fact that the tulip closes up at dusk and then opens at dawn. So you can see the tulip's eye during the day. 
a day's eye, a daisy. So that's how we get that. The word tulip actually comes from the Turkish word for turban, which is tulbend. And it's because a tulip apparently has a shape that kind of resembles some versions of the turban, or so they say. I have to be honest with you. I've never looked at a tulip and been like, wow, turban. Oh, that's a turban flower right there. But I guess some people do. And uh, the last one is the word orchid. And I love orchids. I think they're beautiful. Um, their origin story, though, not so much. So orchid comes from the Greek orchis, which means testicle. And uh, yeah, that's because the shape of the plant's roots, essentially, their underground storage organs, as they call them, apparently they look like testicles. So somebody saw this beautiful flower and then looked down at the roots and was like, oh, testicle, testicle flower. That's what we're going to go with for that one. So there you go. Actually, in Middle English, they used to call the orchid bollockwort, bollocks in reference to your gonads. So ballwort. Okay, so gonad warts. That's what they actually used to call orchids. You know, you can't look at a flower that is that nice. You really can't, okay, in my opinion, and then just go, ah, balls. Yeah, that's the balls flower. Demology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was at this networking event on the weekend, and they had Twister set up. When's the last time you played Twister? So at first I looked at that, and I was like, there's no way in hell I am playing Twister with strangers. Like, nope. And then, you know, I had a couple drinks, and I looked at it again. I was like, actually, maybe I will play Twister. And that's when I realized something. You can't look cool playing Twister as an adult. Actually, you know what? You can. I felt pretty good to start. I was playing with a couple of kids who were much younger than I, and I held my own. I'm still pretty limber, okay? So I left feeling all high and mighty, and I actually, it was kind of a tie. We all left at the same time, and we were all still keeping up, and so there you go. But then here's when it became a little bit uncool. Uh, About an hour later, I went to the bathroom, and I realized that my name tag was on my crotch, like right smack dab in the middle of my sin cave there area. Uh, There was my name tag. And that was from bending over to put my right hand on blue while my left hand was also on blue. Okay, so in doing that and being very limber, okay, I transferred my name tag that was on my chest to my crotch. And I didn't realize at the time and nobody told me. And I was walking around this networking event with my name tag on my crotch. And no one, no one said anything. I don't know if they thought I was trying to be funny and I was naming my crotch instead of myself. I don't know what they thought, but everybody just let that happen. You know what you can't look cool doing? Walking around unknowingly with your name tag on your crotch. podcast. I was watching some channel at the gym and uh, this headline popped up. Picking your nose could lead to Alzheimer's. And I was like, okay, there is no way. Apparently, picking your nose increases the spread of some pathogens into your brain or something, so it increases your chance to Alzheimer's. When I looked into it a bit further, it sounds like it's a pretty low risk, though. It's one of those where it's like, okay, we don't really need to worry about that. That sounds like one of those urban myths we had growing up, though. You know, like standing near a microwave gives you cancer or drinking mellow yellow leads to impotency or lower sperm count or whatever it might be. Sitting too close to the TV is going to make you blind. What would the goat of those health scares be? I got thinking about that. So funny because there were kind of two types of those mythological health scares, too. There are the ones like the mellow yellow lowering your sperm count, which I swear was probably just a rumor put out by a competing pop company to try and discourage people from buying mellow yellow. But then there were the ones that I'm fairly certain your parents just made up, right? Like the TV one. Uh, you better limit your TV watching. You might go blind. 
or like that peeing in the pool myth. Do you remember that? Where if you pee in the pool, it's going to turn purple. So everybody's going to know that it was you. That was just your parents not wanting you to pee in the pool. I grew up with a pool and my parents told me that that still gives me nightmares to this day. Like I did not pee in the pool. I was like, I am not letting that water turn purple. People don't. Nope, nope, don't want to know that me. It's not me peeing in the pool, okay? Now, of course, that I know it's not true, well, I pee in pools all the time. So I was just listening to you guys, and you were mentioning something about the uh, dye in pools turning your your pee purple or whatever. Yes. So that actually was a thing, but it happened to an adult, and they got sued, so they stopped putting it in pools. That's why it it used to be a thing. Are you kidding me? No. I used to not operate a pool, so we got all the inside knowledge. But, yeah, there is a dye that does that, and it's more common in the States, but it's more in, like, personal pools now, not, like, big commercial pools. So, that yeah. is hilarious. We've talked about this multiple times, and nobody has ever told me that that actually was once a thing. I had no it was, idea. It was once a thing, once upon a time. But, yeah. So, hilarious. So Urban myth. Can you yeah. still buy it? Uh, I'm not 100% certain on that one, um, but it, yeah, it, oh. it, it definitely did exist once upon a time. Okay, I need, I'm going to look into this further, and if you could still buy that, that would be horrifying. <laughs> like, Just go into a big public pool and toss it in. You would never go in a pool again if you used that. The second you understand pools, you understand that they are filthy, filthy places. Oh well. my God. Well, imagine yeah. going and putting that into a pool in Vegas or Mexico where there's those swim up bars and people just sit there all day. Yeah, there's there's no way that that pool doesn't turn bright purple. Like oh. that, um, yeah. Well, uh, I guess the nightmare since returned then we didn't have the <laughs> actual die in our pool growing up but my parents sure told us that we did um yeah or maybe yeah. we did actually because they never peed in that pool you never know <laughs> well you'll just never know i guess holy hell okay well that's fascinating thank you so much for that who's this my name is mitchell well thanks for that mitchell i grew up thinking that the whole purple dying of your pee was actually a myth but apparently not Okay, so after that call, I had to look into it further, obviously, and then I looked it up, and no, everybody says there, in fact, is not a chemical that will reveal pee. So I don't know if that gentleman that we talked to had the hat put on him by the pool company he used to work for, or if he was just messing with us, but he seemed pretty certain. And when you look into it, Snopes actually did a research project on this, and they say, no, there is no special compound added to water and swimming pools that can reveal the presence of urine. Okay. So I'm back to being able to sleep at night, and I'm back to being able to pee in pools comfortably. Uh, This is really funny, though. I'm just kidding. Uh, This is funny, though, because they were talking about how, I guess, tons of people will go into pool stores and constantly request that chemical. So it's still a very commonly held belief, I guess, because people will go in. Also, though, like, man, that's funny. How many parents have kids, and they're like, I want that chemical, like, just to prove to kids that they shouldn't pee in pools. And then everybody in the pool stores are like, nope. Nope, that is not a thing. That is an urban myth. Where did that one begin, I wonder? And that is one of those ones that truly has been spread all over the world. Like, everybody at one point believed that, and again, still does. So perhaps that would be the goat of those urban myths that we we believed as kids. That one right there. Because it's still going on. You know where you could potentially have your own pool? In your backyard of your new Shane Holmes home.
Shane Holmes offers affordable customization, meaning that you can make the home exactly catered to what you want. Your chemical pee revealing dye and all. You want your own special snowboard room, which is one of my dreams for my own place. You can have that. You can have your own little bike room if you want that. Anything you want, you can customize it and talk to Shane Holmes about it. All the details and how to look into this even further at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So Beckler and I always laugh at just how serious Seriously, the Edmonton Oilers take their 50-50s and the fans like they brag about the size their 50-50 draws that happen at those games all the time. Like I swear Oilers fans don't actually care about the hockey. They go to the game for the 50-50, honestly. Well, friend of the show Patrick sent us a clip from the Oilers game the other night and he was like, "Well, they sure acknowledge it now." Turn Ryan, the richest 50-50 draw in pro sports is running hot again. The Oilers 50-50 tonight's in aid of the Enoch Creek Nation. At last check, it was uh, heading for $1.5 million. And they started with the, you know, just acknowledging just how important this is for them. And at least they're acknowledging their love of 50-50s now. They should honestly be raising banners to the rafters every time they break a new 50-50 jackpot, though. That's what I think. Like, instead of, you know, the team actually winning anything, because, well, it hasn't happened in a while, they should just put 50-50 banners up instead. Look at the jackpot we've hit this time. Can you buy an Oilers jersey with the number 50-50 yet? They should just have that jersey standard for purchase in the store now, honestly. What number would you like? Oh, 50-50, please. Here's another million-dollar idea, in fact. You should just, okay, honestly, go and set up a 50-50 merch booth outside the Oilers games where it's only 50-50 merch. You can have 50-50 hats and shirts and all that kind of stuff. You could have friendship bracelets where one person gets the 150 and the other person gets the other 50, you know? Yeah, we met at the 50, 50, I mean, at the Oilers game. It was love at first sight. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have a few friends with kids who live in various suburbs throughout the city. And uh, it seems like there are some great areas for kids around, like Scenic Acres, Auburn Bay. These neighborhoods do all kinds of things that, you know, just embrace the kids. It seems pretty cool to see. Um, I've noticed something, though. And maybe you can attest to this. Perhaps you live in one of these suburbs, but... um, There is one particular event that seems to happen an awful lot in the suburbs, and it's petting zoos. Pop-up petting zoos. I swear my one friend posts a photo from a petting zoo that the neighborhood is hosting like once a month, if not more than that. Suburbs, big into petting zoos, from what I've gathered. Got thinking that, like, are they at least decent petting zoos? I went to this duck derby in Lumsden, Saskatchewan once, and uh, they had a petting zoo there, or what they claimed was. But, I mean, I don't know if the original animals escaped, or maybe the petting zoo didn't wind up being able to come. So Terry rolled in and said, oh, I'll, I'll do my best here, because there was like a hamster, like someone's budgie, I'm pretty sure. And that was basically it. I was just like, this is... This is not a petting zoo. Like, this is your household pets that you have brought outside to get a little bit of fresh air, from what I've gathered. So, I mean, as long as it's a little better than that, I'm sure it's great. Does that alpaca come by the odd time? What's the alpaca's name that travels around? I still want to hire that one for an event. Um, Honestly, though, I was thinking, if you're looking for a million-dollar idea, here's another one for you. A mobile petting zoo that travels around the suburbs. Okay, just a little pop-up petting zoo that you have, and then you just travel around and you do all the kid-friendly events, and you pop up. And I mean, honestly, apparently, if you have a budgie and a hamster, that's all you need. 
Well, I'm not sure if you know this, but we actually name Chinooks on this radio program. Uh, and what this means is every time a Chinook rolls in, we go alphabetically, kind of like they do with other big storms, right? We go from A to Z. Every year we have a different theme on how we name them as well. This year's theme is One Hit Wonders. And over the weekend, we had a great Chinook, and Beckler and I failed to name it. There was actually two that came in, one that we did name last week, and then one that happened on the weekend that we... We didn't yet. And now that it's really cold, I was like, you know what? I would like to name that Chinook in honor of the nice warm weather that we were experiencing because this is very different. So we have to catch up on that Chinook. Uh, We are at letter M right now. So I have a few suggestions on what we could name this potential Chinook based on one hit wonders that are M's. Okay. The first one is this one right here. Remember this one? So that would be Chinook Macy Gray, okay, after that song, which, man, that was a banger. Let me tell you what. Uh, after that, we've got this one. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Right. Because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, no friends of mine. So that would be Chinook Men Without Hats after We Can Dance If We Want To. So another good option, if you ask me. Then there's this one. And I've got to be honest, I didn't watch this show, but... Now, I'm putting this one in there because it was actually a one-hit wonder, believe it or not, that charted. The Miami Vice theme song charted and became a big hit. So there you go. Could be Chinook Miami Vice, which I kind of, that one rings off the tongue pretty well, okay? So that might be my top contender, the last one. My neck, my back, lick my okay. Yeah, that one. Um, My neck, my back, okay? Could be Chinook, my neck, my back. The thing about that song is completely inappropriate in any way, so I'm... I don't think that's a PG-rated Chinook name. My God, it's insane to think that that song was that big one. When you think about it, it was completely inappropriate. So inappropriate. So I'm thinking, I don't know, of those ones, which one should we go with? Chinook Macy or Chinook Men Without Hats? I think I really actually like saying Chinook Miami Vice, so maybe we'll go with that. Chinook Miami Vice it is. That's the one that just came and went. We actually have another one coming in tomorrow, so we'll be right back at The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So yesterday, Beckler and I were talking about how I still am not sure if I can call myself Albertan. And I don't know why, because I grew up in Ontario. I don't relate to Ontario, though. I love it here. I don't want to move back to Ontario, but I did grow up there. And I never know at what point you can say, look, the place that I now live is where I'm from. I am officially an Albertan. I don't want people thinking I'm a poser, you know, claiming to be an Albertan when I'm born and raised here. But I have lived in Alberta now for almost 11 years. So that is a significant amount of time, right? But I was like, I don't know. I haven't been white hatted yet. That's the official ceremony that all the politicians get. So is that what I need in order to signify that I'm truly an Albertan? After we were talking about this yesterday, though, friend of the show, Patrick, uh, he sent us this voice memo. Well, hello there, Shauna. As a born and bred Albertan, born in Calgary in 1980 at the General Hospital, I have the honor and the privilege to provide you with a white hat digitally to officially pronounce that you are an Albertan. You can call yourself one and you can be proud of it. Okay. Well, I mean, Patrick says it now, so I suppose I officially can say I am an Albertan. Thank you for that, Patrick. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You know what I got thinking about recently? 
how all the other Commonwealth countries drive on the left-hand side of the road, but here we are in Canada driving on the right. I mean, I assume this is because of our close proximity to the U.S., right, which are, of course, right-handed drivers, but it got me thinking, like, who determines this? How did that even come to be? I looked into it a little bit, and this is shocking as well. Did you know that until the 1920s, we also drove on the left side? And then it changed to actually, yeah, make it easier to travel in and out of the U.S., which is our neighbors to the south, of course. That's a bit confusing, though. Like, that's interesting. I'm, I'm like, can you imagine waking up tomorrow and the government's like, look, we, we're going to change this up again. We're going to switch it all back to the left-hand side again. Can you imagine being going through that? That would cause for a lot of confusion, a lot of headaches, I'm thinking. So, I mean, I know obviously it's never going to happen because all of our roads are designed otherwise and everything else. But weird to think that back in the 1920s, we were actually on the left-hand side. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours with Mariah and Ty, a weekly podcast that brings this dynamic duo to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck. Find After Hours with Mariah and Ty wherever you get your podcasts.